0: Before we dive into this episode, I'm excited to announce an offer of my ebook version of my best-selling book, A Colorful Journey. I'm also including a free bonus video where I share all of the things that I've learned since writing the book, all the new tips and the new techniques that I've learned since the book came out. I hope you'll take advantage of it. Just head to www.expertcolorsolutions.com forward slash ebook. Let's get started and dive in on the episode. The Ask the Color Expert podcast is proudly sponsored by Kin North America. Kin is available directly to salons with no middleman, and they pass that savings on to you. They carry color, retail, and texture products, and they're all developed and manufactured in their factory in Spain. After more than 90 years in business, Kin is still owned by the founding family. They are passionate about being the very best they can be. For more information on KIN, contact Gary at KINNorthAmerica.com. If you follow me, you know that I do not work for any manufacturer, but I do love to share things that I love using in my own salon in Pennsylvania. We are proud users of the KIN color. We get excellent gray coverage and excellent support. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Ask the Color Expert podcast. The theme of today's episode is about going the extra mile without feeling taken for granted. Tis the season. It is the time of year when we are the most busy in the salon, and we have to really protect our health and our boundaries with clients who overstep, who ask for special favors, uh, who put us in uncomfortable positions where we want to make everyone happy and we are the ones in the end that end up the most unhappy. We can't say no. I shouldn't say can't say no. We choose not to say no to those clients, especially the ones that we enjoy seeing and that are our favorites. And then by the time the holiday comes, we, the hairstylists, are usually either sick with the flu or, you know, just completely exhausted and our holiday time with our family becomes just a giant blur. I know that was my experience. So I know all of you, if you've listened to this podcast, if you come to my coffee chats, you know that I've often shared my experience with being on the other side of stepping away from behind the chair and realizing that all of those clients that we went the extra mile for, you know, They're not in my life right now. You know, I don't hear from them. I don't get Christmas cards from them or birthday cards or little text check-ins, really nothing. It's like I really never even existed. And I got mixed response when I shared that. It actually was my most um, viral, most viewed TikTok. I think I got like 40,000 views on TikTok when I shared my experience of what it feels like You know, when it, when it's reciprocal, when you're squeezing people in and they're so appreciative and you feel so good about it and you're like, oh, she's so loyal to me because I treat her so well and I give extra service, but you haven't gotten your feelings hurt yet. Once you get your feelings hurt, you realize that it was all you being the giver and the guest being the taker. It was never reciprocal. It was you providing a service. It was not, it was a friendly relationship. It wasn't a friendship. So today, you know, a lot of people will say to me, how do you come up with things to talk about every single Wednesday for over seven years? How do you pick your topics for your podcast? It's easy when you serve hundreds, you know, hundreds and hundreds of hairstylists in a community. There is always something to talk about because everyone is always having a different experience and sharing it with me. So this morning I woke up to a message from one of my members, Carmen. Carmen is someone I talk about frequently. I am so super proud of her transformation Um, after being a Hair Color Secrets Insider. She went from being an assistant in a salon and getting very little time with clients to being in her own suite, book solid, and she is now a blonding specialist. So I'm telling you that background because when I tell you what her you know message is, you'll see why she compromised on many levels and is living to regret it. So she shared with me a text from her client. And well, first she said, hang on, she said, good morning, Elaine, I would like to share something I just experienced with a client. OMG! I hate it when you're so right. And she put the laughing emoji. So it's just like when your parents tell you, "Don't do that. This is going to happen," and then it happens. You're like, "Oh, I hate when my mom and dad are right." So she's kind of feeling that way about something that I shared with her in the membership. So she shared a text: "Morning, Carmen. I'm having issues with my bridesmaid and their families. I've been dealing with since Sunday. Is something personal? I'm very disappointed." I'm pissed and sad for those reasons. I need to cancel our contract. There's a family stylist from Miami that's coming to the wedding and she'll be doing their hair and myself. I don't want to ruin our friendship that we have as a stylist to a client myself. I had a, I have a lot of respect, kind and trust for you. The money I gave you, keep it for you. And the other stylist, if you want to give me a 50% back to me, I prefer for you to give me a credit for the time I get my hair color done. I can use that credit. It is nothing that you did wrong. It's nothing about your work. I love your work that you do on my hair always. I'm very sorry and hope you still remain as my stylist on doing retouches. And I hope the friendship we have doesn't get ruined. I hope you still come to the wedding. So not only is she going to the client's wedding, she went to her bridal shower. She had the feeling that she was... Friends with this client, right? It's a friend relationship, and she looked at doing this friend's hair as a special privilege. Something that she, in her gut, her gut reaction was, I don't want to do updos. I am a colorist, I specialize in color. I don't want to do it. And She caved and said yes to this girl because she thinks she's her friend and so forth. So this is two weeks before the wedding. So I answered, this is good news. Spend that time doing color services that are going to have higher tickets and not be as high maintenance. Keep the deposit money. Do not return it. You had a contract. So sometimes that gets hard where you're like, oh my gosh, I can't, you know, keep the money. I didn't do the service, but a contract is a contract. If it was a lawyer or anybody else who had that contract, they would stick to the contract. So as hairdressers, we tend to let people slide and be a little bit looser, and it's not okay. So then she did uh, a voice text to me, and I want to share that with you, how she's feeling about this whole situation.
1: Uh, It's so crazy how I feel about this. Um, I normally don't do updos. But for this client, she's been a client of mine since I started um, my career, again, as a color expert. When I started this old salon, the main salon, not sure if you still remember. But she's been with me since. um, So it's going to be about five years. And I told her I don't really do updos, but I'll, you know, practice and we'll do a trial before the day of the wedding. And I've been practicing, bought new tools for her. I was able to get her some extensions, which I borrowed from one of my friends because she doesn't have enough hair. So anyways, I went all out of my way for her. I blocked my day. I was going to go to her wedding as well. And I actually... Felt like we were friends. Um, felt like we had a really good relationship. But this just, oh my God. When I received this message this morning, I was like, oh, I could only think of you. I could only think of all the times you've said this on your coffee shed, on a lot of your videos about how sometimes we go out of, of our way for stylists when they don't see us that way. And it sucks, you know? It sucks because I was getting prepared for this day for her. I was doing so many things, buying new tools. You know what I mean? (laughs) I don't even know how to express how I'm feeling, but it's kind of like a A hard feeling, a weird feeling where I feel relief because I won't be doing this updo that I don't really specialize on doing. And the other thing is that I feel sad because she's only like two weeks away from her wedding day and she's just going to replace me like that with somebody else. Because it's not even about the money. It's not even about the money.
0: So I loved that, you know, of course she had no idea she was going to end up on my coffee chair. I mean, I'm sorry, on my podcast, but she was so authentic and really feeling all the feels. It's right in the moment. She had just gotten the message and then we went back and forth with some notes. You know, she said, um... I usually don't accept friend requests from my clients on my personal page, but she had been my client for so long. I did see her like a friend. She invited me to her bridal shower and her wedding. I feel betrayed and I shouldn't, and I shouldn't, I know clients don't belong to us. All this time I've been spending practicing on my mannequin head. I've stayed late or accommodating my schedule for her. Um, she, she was also disappointed in herself because she knew that she let her guard down and that she in her gut did not want to do this bridal party. So the moral of the story and why I'm sharing it with all of you, and I did ask her permission to share it. I didn't just share that without asking her. She was happy to share because she said, oh my gosh, I'm sh- I'm so shy when you put me on the camera. I always clam up and don't know what to say. So I said, let me just use what you sent me anyway, because it's so real and was so in the moment. So I love that she allowed me to share this because Carmen's not alone. There are a lot of Carmens out there. And I was very, very guilty of this. I still can be, even though I'm not behind the chair, I still can cave into people and do things that I know I don't really want to do in the whole trying to be nice thing. And it's exhausting, you know, and the, the faster you realize who you are as a stylist and what it is that you love doing and what your passion lies in and do more of that, that is when it feels like it's not work. We were talking yesterday, it was my daughter's 30th birthday. I can't believe I have a 30 year old. And we took her to the spa, her and her best friend and myself went to the spa and we were talking about careers and lifestyles and uh, how much you know we work and the long hours, her best friend is a physician's assistant, so she works crazy, crazy hours, and it's very stressful and my daughter's like, "You work just as much as her and I said, oh my gosh i i'm I'm surprised that that I do work as much as far as the time that I put in because it doesn't feel like work anymore because I have chosen to do what I'm doing right now." Create a podcast where I can talk to other hairstylists and try to prevent them from making you, the listener, from making the same exact mistakes that I've made. And you're not going to listen to every single thing because you have to feel the pain. Carmen had to feel the pain of it happening to her. When she listened to that TikTok that I made probably two years ago, when she listened to the videos in my Hair Color Secrets Insider course, where I say, Don't get it twisted. They are friendly people. They are not your friends. Most people will say, oh, that's not true. I, you know, I hang out with my clients on the weekends. We go to the bars together. We do that until something like this happens and you get burnt and then suddenly you realize it is a client and professional relationship that somehow was overstepped and something went wrong. So know the difference Keep your boundaries. Trust your gut when, you know, if someone said to me, I don't care if it's my own daughter. I had reservations about doing my own daughter's hair for her wedding because I'm not good at updo's. I don't enjoy doing them. My daughter said, mom, I know you hate updo's, but the updo that I want is going to be very easy. I'm basically going to put my hair where I want it and you're going to put the pins in. I was like, done. I can do that. So I did her hair for her wedding and I did her hair for... Uh, as a bridesmaid at my niece's wedding recently. And it just reminded me of how much I hate doing it. Even though it was my own daughter and I was happy to do it for her, I didn't love doing it. So your stomach, your inside gut, it's a physical feeling. I know you know what I'm talking about. It's that moment when you look at your appointment book and you see toddler's first haircut. And you know that toddler has been screaming at his mom's appointment for the last you know, two visits and you couldn't wait for him to leave. And now you get to cut his hair and you know, he's going to turn into a little mini exorcist and be spinning around in the chair and making you cut several digits off of your finger. So, you know, that feeling, you know, that stomach drop feeling that, you know, hair lip that goes up where you're like, oh, I can't believe I have X, Y, Z on my book. But why is it on your book? That's my question for you today and every day. Why is it on your book? The best day I ever had, one of the best days I ever had as a salon owner, I continued to do updos even though I hated doing them. I was Carmen. I was like, I don't want to do your updo for your wedding. I don't want to do your daughter's you know, bar mitzvah hair. I don't want to do your quinceanera or any of those special occasions. I don't like styling hair and I'm not good at it because You're usually only good at something that you're passionate about. I had no passion for it, but I continued to do it because this is what we say, but she's a good client. It's, it's my really good client's daughter. Oh my gosh. You know, I'm going to get her at that young age and then I'm going to have her as a color client eventually when she starts to color her hair, whatever it is that you're talking yourself into it in order to do something you don't want to do. Please stop. Please stop doing that it's really unnecessary and there's going to be people listening to this that say i disagree i think you have to be as a hairstylist well rounded and good at everything and be a generalist and you know be in a family salon and be able to offer every service i completely disagree and the reason that i was able to earn six figures as a hairstylist is because i started trusting my gut i started choosing the things that lit me up and made me happy and the things that I wanted to spend my days off my Sundays and Mondays traveling all over the world to learn more of was hair color. I no longer wanted to sit in on a cutting class. I no longer wanted to try to figure out how to get those, you know, weird bumps in the hair out that were sticking out and, and hair that wouldn't cooperate and learning about, you know, Brazilian blowouts and, relaxers and all the other things. I just had, I started to think that I just didn't want to be a hairdresser anymore. And when I think about that, it literally makes me sick to my stomach that I could have given up on a career that has given me so much joy and so much success when I realized that I get to pick, I get to pick what I do every single day. It is my choice and my passion that fuels me into a better life. So if you're listening to this and you're driving to work, which is where most people listen to my podcast and you're like, oh, I do have a freaking kid's cut on my book and I do have a perm. I hate perms. Why did I say yes to doing that lady's perm? And then this weekend I have to be at the bride's house at 6am because we have to do 12 bridesmaids of which none of them have I ever met. They're all new people to me that I don't know what they like. I don't know what they don't like. And I'm never going to see them again. So I'm getting my guts all twisted, losing sleep over this bridal party because I like the bride. When there are women and men who specialize in updos and bridal, and they are thrilled when they get a bridal party booked. So give it to them. That's what we started to do. We closed on Saturday and we said, no more bridal parties. We said we will do the bride. If she is a client of the salon and she chooses to have us do her hair, she can come to the salon and get her hair done before she goes and does all her bridesmaidy things. We are not traveling to her. We are not bringing all of our equipment. We are not doing that. We are a cut and color specialty salon. That's who we are. And we are happy to accommodate an existing client who actually becomes a bride, not a client's best friend, not a client's cousin. No. It has to be a client of the salon. And that's who we chose to be as a brand. And we have never looked back and we have never had a single regret. So I thank Carmen for sharing that with me because it inspired me to create this episode of the podcast of what are you doing that you are serving your clients with such heart that you're going the extra mile, but you're left feeling taken for granted. Let's not go the extra mile and be left on the side of the road out of gas with a flat tire because that's how it feels when you walk away from behind the chair. For me, after 34 years of being behind the chair, when you walk away and you realize that you no longer matter to any one of those people, I will be visiting my salon very soon on a family visit And when I go in there, I get my hair done and I am treated like a client off the street. The clients don't make a big fuss that I'm there. The stylists don't make a big fuss that I'm there. I am no different than a paying client that just walked in for the first time. And it's weird. It's weird to me. I've owned the salon for, you know, 36 years Um, it was my life. It was, I gave up time with my children. I gave up going to sporting events, going to bridal and baby showers and weddings and you name it. I said no to it because I had this allegiance to these clients who were like, what was her last name again? Who was that girl we used to go to? She told really great stories. I liked how she did my hair, but it was really her stories and her cappuccino that kept me coming back. That's what they would say if you met them right now. And that's okay. I had a wonderful career behind the chair, but what I do now in providing this podcast, my YouTube channel, my book, my membership, my Hair Color Secrets Insider, what I do now in this industry is so much more uplifting, so much more empowering, and so much more of a pleasure for me. This is what I was meant to do. And I fought it off for a long time because I felt, oh my gosh, what are all my clients going to do if I pick up and move to another state and start this virtual education? What about Nancy? What about Julie? What about this one? What about that one? And they're not worried about me. They post things on their social media about how much they love Jess and Alicia and all the other people that are doing their hair. And it's like, I was last... you know, the last decade's news, I am old news and that's okay because I kind of feel the same way I've moved on too. So if you're feeling stuck, you're feeling like, oh my gosh, do I go back to college? Trust me, I've been there where I'm sitting there taking tests, like what color is my parachute? What is there more for me? Because I'm really not happy. It could be that there's just a small thing that you have to change, like giving up kids cuts or giving up updos or specializing in something that really lights you up. I'm all for it and I'm here cheering you on. So thanks for listening and I will see you on the next one. Hello, hey, and welcome to Ask the Color Expert. My name is Elaine Travis. I am a career hair colorist, independent educator, and author of the book, A Colorful Journey. I'm here every week sharing tips, tricks, and stories that are all things hair color. Thanks for joining me, and let's get started. Thank you for listening to the Ask the Color Expert podcast. Please subscribe and be sure to leave a review. For more information on hair color education, please visit my website, www.expertcolorsolutions.com. See you soon.